Now I'm afraid I'm gonna kill frogs step and on a baby frog. <laughs> You know how many frogs you've probably killed in your life? Don't even know it. Dang, that's sad. One time I was mowing my lawn, and I noticed out of the corner of my eye something jumping around. I'm like, what the hell is that? And uh, I saw it was like rabbits, like little bunny rabbits. I didn't think nothing of it. And then when I drove by, I saw them jumping again. They're jumping all weird. Like, all, you know, didn't know what they were doing. So I stopped and looked at him, and I apparently ran over like a whole little family of bunny rabbits, oh, and they were like sad. split in half. One had its head chopped off. Oh, one of them God. was literally like cut from like its shoulder down to there. Oh. It was just a head and one leg just like flopping around. That's so sad. Whew, it was bad. I'll never forget that. I will not. <laughs> not even your hypnosis. That's really bad. That's Gotta make sure he looks good. Troll. Are they called trolls? Oh, little <laughs> trolls. Had the little jewel in the belly. <laughs> yep. That's the troll. That's what everyone calls this. The black troll. <laughs> Woo! 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 Alright. We're here with another episode of Loader and Hand. And it's a special episode. I've been trying to get this guy in the podcast for a while. And we were here with Eddie Rotten. Yeah. So what's up there, buddy? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure, man. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Uh, Eddie has a podcast he does. He's written a book. He's written. A, he's about to release a second book. Yeah. He's a comic a big, book? Big, no, uh, actual novel. Oh. He's an actual cool. writer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd love to make it a comic book, though. That'd be sweet, man. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Wait, does it have pictures? On In the my cover. head. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, there's okay. pictures. <laughs> Tell us about yourself a okay. little bit there, um, Eddie. Well, my uh, real name is William Hauser. Okay. And okay. so the novel says, Eddie Rotten's Frequency Alpha by William Ed Hauser. So there's Frequency all these, Alpha is the name of the book. <laughs> yeah. Frequency Alpha is the name of it. It's on Amazon and, you know, Kobo and, you know, wherever you Kobo. can buy, like, books, it's digital Kobo. books. It's like a place you can buy digital huh. books. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, uh, and then you can get it as a paperback, too. So uh, most people get the digital copy because paper's... Like on its way out. Five years ago. I still, I, I mean, I bought a copy of your book. I bought it off of Amazon. Oh, I got okay. the paperback. Thank you. I prefer having physical yeah. things for too. my money. <laughs> Me too. But so, so you can buy it either way. And I would like to make it a comic book. There's just, man, there's, it costs a lot of money to. It's a lot of work to do that. Into it. Yeah, there's a lot. Trust of me, work. I've been trying to make mine for over a year now. <laughs> it's hard. <man. laughs> I bought one last year. <laughs> it's so hard. And so, the book is doing good. Um, the story is basically about. Uh, it's set in real time, so it started in 2011. Okay. So there's uh, politics and conspiracy and blah blah blah. So the election is in there, and Fukushima's in there, and everything that really happens is in there. But at the same time, there's a, a zombie conspiracy going on, and so uh, apparently the government came up with a way to make zombies for population control. And uh, oh, so I pulled... Um, <laughs> so the zombies, the government the zombies to go out and kill everybody because there's too many people? Yeah, there's too many people, and so that's what makes it so controversial. So they've kicked me off Twitter twice. Oh, because, no shit. Yeah, because I, I start talking about things <laughs> that hit home, and so if it's not... Now, do you Correct. believe in these in these conspiracies that you're talking about, or I, are you just kind of right, are you just really trying to? I don't want I don't trouble. want to believe in, in any of. I don't want to believe that there's poverty or that there's. <laughs> well, where did you get the idea? You know, from? the idea came just from looking at the news or watching TV. <laughs> okay. Um, 
when I was growing up, I listened to a guy called uh, George Nori. He's okay. got Coast to Coast AM, you know, and so... I've seen Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Well, this, this, this is the, uh, the radio program. It's usually on okay. AM. Truckers listen to it. <laughs> and, and it's all, you know, paranormal, stuff like that. So it got That's me thinking good. at a young age. Like, what what if this or what if that? I didn't know and, you got kicked off Twitter. That's, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> so what were the things you were saying that they were like, you can't say that public shit on Twitter. What the hell's your problem? <laughs> um, I used Obama's name and a whole bunch of stuff, and I used him as a character in my story. <laughs> oh, really? So instead of his real name being Barry Sot- Sotera, in my book his name is Barry Sotera. <laughs> and so, and he's the bad guy. At least he thinks he's the bad guy. He doesn't know who he is. Yet, really. <laughs> so, but everybody has a boss, basically, in, in my book. And so everybody does what they're told until they say stop doing that. And then, and <laughs> so that's when the whole world starts to end. And it's it's just kind of boiled and boiled and boiled. So what happened is, uh, since I don't have the money for my own PR crew, mm-hmm. I made the fans of the story heroes and villains. Uh-oh. And so they would tell their family, and their family would tell their friends, and so hey, you know, my <laughs> I'm niece. I'm in this or, book. <laughs> I'm in this book, or I got a family members in this book, and so that's how I created the PR team that I needed to get the oh, word out nice. for the story. Good advertising idea. Yeah. So I have a question about government zombies. Yes. When I think of a zombie, I don't think of them as a very well controlled. Right. Thing. Does the government control the zombies, or is it just like? Oh, read yeah. the book. Read the book. Yeah, the government in the story. <laughs> And I don't mind giving out information. Okay. But the, the, the the government in the story um, works with all the different networks uh, in the world. So as far as the electronics go, as far as food goes, GMOs, you know, as far as the fish industry, you know, telephone, anything, anything that you have in your hand, so it's basically, the frequency. It, it's, it runs through a frequency, and, and it's been proven. Hmm. Even through music and rhythm, if you change the frequency of your product, then you'll you'll hit a different market. <laughs> so, like, like if you if you listen to Meshuga, you know who that is? A real super duper heavy metal okay. band from Switzerland. <laughs> their whole goal as they're mathematicians first, and then they decide to make this band because they play too. <laughs> they figured out how to change the rhythm of your heart through music. What? <laughs> and so they could do that. It's called syncopated beat. Whoa. And so the government. <laughs> caught on to that and they've got frequency weapons russia has been using them for years we use water hoses to the brown tone yeah it's, 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 yeah you're a brown tone right to make you yeah, make shoot you yourself, yeah. so they they use it for crowd control they turn on a frequency well, and people either shit themselves puke, or fall out you know and or they can't do anything and that it turns it's literally called a zombie cannon <laughs> Huh. And so in America, we use a water hose for <laughs> crowd control. Highly inefficient. And, and yeah, and now we're using tear gas, you know, Ferguson and all that <laughs> stuff. But all those things, things like that are mentioned in the book. So in the third book, Ferguson will be in there, you know, and, and different cataclysmical things will be inside the book. The Ebola yeah. outbreak. Every, that's already in there. Oh. That was, that was. The what? Ebola. Oh, that was uh, prophesied in the first book. Oh, nice. Everything, everything that's happening in, in Africa right now, I've got a friend who's been in the military and said, this is what our strategy is, boom, boom, boom. And so it, it talks about what happens in Africa. Kony 2012, remember that? About that. The, no. Kony is this uh, resistance guy that's supposed to have been taking uh-huh. children and, and, and training them how to be warriors oh, yeah. and stuff like okay. that. So America... In real life, our military says we have to go to Africa 
because this Coney guy is stealing children and blah, 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 blah. So our military, you know, some people that we know personally go over there. So I ask, what's going on? Oh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a poppy field. This guy, Coney, the, the surrounding village people, uh-huh. well, he's been dead since like 82. They don't know why we're making it a big issue now on <laughs> oh, YouTube. Really? So we don't even know why they're over there. So it's, it's, it's for their resources while we're there. So that comes up in the book, boom, I'm off Twitter. <laughs> We're going to get kicked off of Twitter now. <laughs> so it's stuff like that. That's what makes the book fun, and it's funny, oh, yeah. and, 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 uh, and it's real people talking about real things. And so people would send me in their own story. Oh, like if you send me what's happening in Austin, mm-hmm. government, zombies, Hipsters whatever. Hipsters are taking over Austin. Yeah, and then, and then you get lazy and stop sending me stuff in, then you die off in the story. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh, these people... Cool. That's really cool. That's a good idea, man. So how many people do you have right now that are sending you stuff that are pretty active with Um, Right now, since the the end of book three has already been written and finished, I had 15 people that were actively involved. And then they started to die off, you know, including (laughs) some people that are really, really close to me, you know. (laughs) And so, got to let them go. My family's like, what the fuck? Why would you do that to me? You know? It's only been a week. I mean, just look, look at the... You don't so have a good power. story until somebody yeah. you love. Oh, yeah. I just imagine someone pissing you off at the barbecue and you got like yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, You're, so You're so dead. You're so dead. You're so dead. That's a cool idea, though. That's the first time I ever heard of people doing it. What yeah. made you think of doing it just to get people involved? Um, I mean, have you heard of anybody else doing it that way? I, I haven't heard of anybody else doing it, but I grew up reading Which Way books. Oh. And I liked having books. that weird sense of control yeah. you know it's it's like a weird thing like, like goosebumps yeah I, I would read Tolkien you know as a kid I'd be like why didn't he make this a which way book man? <laughs> it would be so much better yeah. but you, you've got like a sense of uh, control you know and then there's the chaos you bring in zombies to it and everything changes <laughs> so it was just That's fun good, to man. do so, that so your idea for your book came and then you started your podcast or just podcast first and then your book came from that? The, the story came from posting on Twitter. Okay. I was posting weird stuff on Twitter and then people started liking it and reading it and reposting it and retweeting mm-hmm. it. And, and so I made those common like, core people characters in so the story. the story started by tweets. Just for me tweets. tweets. Was it just you Storm. personally? Yeah. You had a Twitter account and you're like, what's up with this and what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, well, instead of asking what Twitter was, is I literally... <laughs> came on as Eddie Rotten on Twitter and said, I just, you know, this dude next door totally freaked out. His dog freaked out, like bit him, and he like changed. And then like the squad. Oh, so he did up. like the whole War of the Worlds type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like as, just started talking about stuff. Yeah. People were like, what like the fuck is real. this? <laughs> yeah. And so then, then I said, my, my neighbor came out and started attacking this lady. And then that's all the characters you get on Twitter. <laughs> and it's over. And so, like, the next week I would come back and be like, man, this weird, I live in Houston, this weird broadcast came on the news saying that there's, like, a, a sonic boom that, that that happened and it killed a bunch of birds. We're real sorry about it. And, and then that's a, that's as many characters as you have. So it, the book follows what happened in Twitter, but just elaborates on it. That's pretty oh, cool. wow, that's neat, man. Uh, yeah. That's neat. So from that... dollar idea right there. I wish it was a million dollar idea. <laughs> it will be. It will be. Now that you're getting all this publicity from yeah. our podcast. Totally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so so your podcast your podcast is called Zombie Life Podcast. Right. And you, originally you said you, you started just talking about zombies. 
Yeah. And then kind of went into horror and just yeah. kind of... So how long have you been doing that now? Uh, it's, it's coming on, I want to say like two and a half years, three oh. years. Um, <clears throat> it did start... We, we started talking about zombies because it was, it was basically a show about the story, you know? A show that took place inside of the book or just a show about we, we, the we were talking about the story the development of the story oh. and because people were asking about it and, and stuff and so one of the characters in the story i would talk to him several times a week on skype and we, we had all these concepts and ideas what he wants to do with this character does he want to be a good guy be a bad guy i'm like dude i've got a history in radio you've always wanted to do a podcast let's make it and so he's he's in the uk and so it's really hard to Oh, things wow. going all the way in the UK. Yeah. So he's like six hours ahead of me. <laughs> Maybe it's behind. Living in the know. future. <laughs> yeah. And, and so he, he works at this, um, like a barge toll where these barges come through and he oh, really? buzzes them in. <laughs> Big toll bridge comes in. And so then he gets to watch football or soccer or whatever all night long. And so we would, we would record that way. And, oh. and it went from talking about nothing but the book and zombies to character development with other people on, on, on the inside the story to the people that listen to it so then I started yeah. having fans of the show come on all the time how'd and you meet this guy in the UK he, he was uh, he was one of the people that tweeted on, Twitter, on Twitter that said man I love the story this is awesome <laughs> yeah. and it turned into a phone app oh, a zombie life podcast phone That's app cool. and then and then uh, we started I started interviewing um things that have always interested me and so i would interview ghost hunters i would interview yeah. people that chase ufos you know <laughs> tornado chasers you know. i mean i'm sure you heard a lot of stories is there one that stood out in all your interviews it's like yeah i, I have i have one <clears throat> that stands out it seems to be a, a like a fan favorite yeah. uh i went to his, his name was officer john or can't remember his name sorry about that dude but just an officer <laughs> yeah he's like uh he, he lives in katie in houston okay yeah and uh his house is being haunted <clears throat> so me and my wife and he's some other people haunted actively right now yeah okay yeah act, act, actively right now so we went we teamed up with the houston paranormal research team who doesn't have their own podcast sometimes they do but <laughs> they they go out and they literally hunt for ghosts like yeah. ghostbusters <laughs> yeah and so I, I show up at this dude's shop they got like a whole shop and uh and i'm i'm recording already because i think the whole i, I love to do it mm -hmm. but it, it's all just you know i'm real skeptical and you know, <laughs> just like anybody else yeah. would be and so I'm like, so what do you have? Like a little black box you throw out, you step on a red button, and then boom, a ghost comes inside. He's like, no, it's called something else, but it's right here. Boom. It's called something else. Yeah. He's like, literally it's a blue button, put it in my hand. It's a white and like, box with a blue button. Put the realism to me. He's like, this is how it works. Dude. So we get to this guy's house, and um, I'm recording the whole time. Big dude, you know? He opens the door. He's got like this hand that dwarfs, you know, <laughs> my body. <laughs> he's yeah, like a tiny girl scream. Yeah, <laughs> inside, inside, I was tiny girl screaming. <laughs> so he goes on to tell us that his wife has been attacked in bed. You know, he's been scratched while he's in the shower. Oh, his son won't even come home. His son is like 18 or something. He won't even come back to the house. They can't get any of their friends to come back over because it's too freaky. 
And uh, son's probably using that as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I start to like I start to feel different. Mm-hmm. Cold, cold chill come over you. It did. It did. He had, I mean, all the equipment that the Houston Paranormal Research Team showed up with, they have this little box that has a whole bunch of little dots in it, like holes in it, and, mm -hmm. and, it, and then there's this LED beam <laughs> from behind it, and it puts all these, like, thousands of little dots on the wall. It's and horrible. David has a phobia about, like, clusters of dots. What? We've already gone into We've it. We've talked about it already in the podcast. <laughs> like polka dots? It's like called, bumps or dots, trypophobia. It's called trypophobia. And like Let's clusters of bark. bumps or holes clusters or dots holes, or anything. Yeah. Like I'm itchy uh -huh. all over. Really? Uh -huh. <laughs> story is very scary. Already. So where's the cutoff? <laughs> when, when do you stop having that? It has to be like, like he always gets upset because I'm not scared of bubble wrap. Because I grew up around bubble wrap. I'm used to bubble okay. wrap. But like things that are abnormal. Like we we saw a tree at their wedding. There was yeah. a tree that had bark, but it was all circular bark. Yeah. It wasn't like strip bark. It looked like a bunch and of warts, like warty. It's disgusting. Just like that's that's. But like a porous. Like this doesn't bother me because I'm used too to small. this. Kind of, okay. Too small. Like okay. And, but like listening when you oh, said you had a thing pictures. with a bunch of holes. Yeah. Just thinking it. about that <laughs> freaked you out. <laughs> well, it had the LED light on it, and it mm -hmm. would broadcast like millions of little white dots on. Like a grid. Yeah. Like a grid on the wall. And so we would have to, and they would record, and we would have to watch the wall to see if anything would, you know, a shadow would go by or anything. And so like 20 minutes go by, and I'm like, this is such BS, <laughs> man. You know, I, I was already sold on the fact that I'm, I'm here with like non-legitimate people, <laughs> and this dude just says I'm a total that, professional. I've been doing, how long have you been doing the podcast at this point? When he started doing this. Th th well, th this happened just uh, like six months ago, eight oh, okay, months ago. Okay. So you were yeah. pretty developed, yes. So. Okay, so something like that. Oh my God, that's not real. <laughs> I think that's a tattoo, actually. Oh my God, that is disgusting. Let me see, don't shove Dave That here. jacked me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that real or a tattoo? No, that's like that's a like lotus a blossom that they love to like superimpose on things with Shota Photoshop. Oh my Lord. <laughs> so David doesn't like... Lotus blossoms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or planter's worth. I'm sure planter's worth gets you back. <laughs> That'll work. So sad right now. <laughs> so, anyways, I saw a shadow go across the wall. You know, I was what, like, it hey, like big shadow, it was just like a, <laughs> it was just like a, like a black shadow of somebody like walking <laughs> through the room. Mm -hmm. But uh, I started to believe, you know, and I don't know if it was the belief of it, but I was still recording, and they have another little box that that takes the frequency in the room and can translate it to these words and so he gives me a piece of paper that has all the words that the box already originally has you know and again i was just like this is such <laughs> crap you know anybody could do this so it's like a code that they've deciphered from white noise or yeah from, okay so it starts going through all these words and it says some of the words that aren't on the paper i'm like oh okay and then it starts going through you know words that stand out more they're a little bit louder than the other ones and then it basically says that the loud words i would write down what the loud words were mm -hmm. and uh it said something about in the bedroom on the dresser there's a stereo it has this in the cd there's a cd that's named this and blah 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 and it gets real specific, specific about music being into in this guy's room stuff that only somebody there would know yeah sure enough man there's that music it's that 
that music is in there and, and, and it freaks me out. Did the ghost want to hear his mix CD? The ghost ended up saying his <laughs> name, why he was there. That's my jam. <laughs> it, was, it was freaky. That's all the monster mash. Why was mash. the ghost there? Was the ghost mad? Um, Pretty sure all ghosts are mad. I don't, I don't know if are it was confused. a mad ghost, but... <laughs> Being ghostess. <laughs> like we asked if it would leave and it said no. Yeah, straight up no. <laughs> Chilling bro, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Was it, it was just like a real computer voice? No. Yeah, it was a, com it was a computer voice, but <laughs> still... Didn't give it any personality. <laughs> every time it So it's like spoke, an electronic Ouija board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'm I'm scared of like Ouija boards. So boards are pretty, pretty. I don't want anything to follow you. me back home. You yeah. know? So that's what. So, so you took a different out. way home. <laughs> the ghost is like, dang man, <laughs> the bob and weave is jacking me up. <laughs> but that's probably the, the freakiest episode. That's pretty that wild. So whatever happened to that that night? I mean, did um, they get solved out or you just move? <laughs> I don't know what happened to that guy. Is that an was, episode of your podcast? Yeah. We could look we could go listen to it. Yeah, you can go listen to that now. Um, Officer Danny or John or something. <laughs> Sorry. I believe in haunted houses. There's this guy that worked for us and he lived on the uh, east side of Austin, a real old neighborhood, right next to a, a cemetery. Yeah. And he said they lived there for about a month. And then all of a sudden, just stuff started happening. Pictures started just like tilting on the wall. And pictures were just falling off the wall. Fireplace mantle stuff would go flying across oh, there and hitting it. He said he actually had a priest come to the house and try to Ew. bless it and get the ghost oh out. God. He said he just had to move out of there. He said <laughs> stuff was getting away. Here in Austin? Yeah. I would love to Still talk know? to that guy. Uh, he swears by it. I believe him too. What about when you were a kid? Did you grow up with anything weird happening? Well, when I was a kid, what I used to do a lot is when you're, when you're sitting in bed, if you put something like on the ground and you just stare at it, you just see it start moving and walking away. <laughs> I've I think never that done like that. Some sort of weird optical yeah, I think it's like your peripheral vision. Not always. Like looking at a star so far, you start yeah. to see it kind of. I've always wanted to be like see a ghost or aliens or something. If there was a way for me to actually taunt them and have them come to me, I would do it. But I don't know. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be proven ways yeah. to get a ghost to come to you. I never was that into it to where I researched it. it was like <laughs> I am not into putting that. Putting pentagrams scary. on my floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I've had some people, when, when I was young, um, like right after high school, these guys were really into D&D, &D, uh -huh. you know? And so one of them practiced white magic, one of them practiced black <laughs> magic, and they are like, when we play again, I'm getting out my 10-sided die and I will demolish, you know, your warlock, whatever. And so, but they were really, really into it. And so they, they, they truly believed that they could go cast demons out of certain places <laughs> and so i would watch them go with like holy water to like old barns or whatever and try to cast demons out with these <laughs> D and yeah i mean there it was like the renaissance you know on crack with these dudes because they go out straight up all Chain about it dude oh totally <laughs> i mean they have all and they memorize all these words and everything <laughs> Like spill, cat yeah. Spills. I was impressed, you know. At, at the same time, were they, saying, like, were they like using Latin and shit like? Yeah, that? there's Latin. There's like they would show me the words. I don't say this word because that's a real demon, <laughs> and he will bring some shit out of here. 
but yeah, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> a scared. As, yeah. Right at, as that young and they were older than me, I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally did what they said, and I was all about it. Nothing ever happened. Now. <laughs> I did see some stuff, man, but I don't know if it was rigged or or what. Like this one guy is supposed to be casting a, a spell, a, like a demon, out of a, this barn that we went to, all the way in Van Vleck. So he's like, "You see that cloud over Van Vleck? Well, that's a <laughs> demon cloud, and we're gonna go cast that demon out wherever it is." And so it happened to be inside this barn so we parked our car we walk inside this old decrepit barn and he's like goes straight into the middle and pours this like holy water around so what did the cloud look like was it like black smoke this, no it's just a cloud man did you tell it was like coming out of something no or? it was just like a it, it just looked like a normal cloud yeah but it was the only it was the only cloud and yeah i didn't have the eye for it and he was looking at me like this is straight up happening so you working for this man handle your business yeah so they had their holy water and blessed it all the way up there like demons can sense urine better hold that <laughs> yeah so he's inside this circle like doing this prayer and so his other his his other friend Craig Willoughby was his guy's name don't get inside the circle because that's when things really get real man let him do his thing and don't don't break this don't ruin this you know and so I'm like a punk ass kid and I ended up like pushing it you know, and laughing and he's like oh, man this sucks you know got somebody don't have any respect whatsoever we know, Demons we know, aren't gonna take us seriously. <laughs> yeah. They're not gonna show up. We get like we get in the car to go, and he's got like some cuts on him, and blames it on me. He's like, "I was totally in a fight. I was fighting you know, for my life, for my soul." And he had these cuts on him, and that's that's really the only thing that I witnessed. Probably a demon. It's probably a demon. <laughs> it's a demon. <laughs> They're probably shooting at a demon right away. Yeah. There it is, don't get it! <laughs> it's really just a little midget. <laughs> you know what though, sometimes, I was telling you about the property in San Antonio. Uh -huh. In San Antonio I have an airsoft field, it's mm -hmm. called Mission Airsoft. You can go to missionairsoft.com and check it out. And so, we've got this team, it's called the Zombie Fight Club. Mm -hmm. Undefeated. Ooh. And so people come from all over, as far out from El Paso, Dallas, you know, um, Louisiana, people will come down and play at our field. Mm -hmm. And you play and it's a good time and so every quarter we have a zombie night. So we get all these zombies dressed up in makeup and yeah, they go on the field. Up in zombies and yeah, and they go out and at first like I wanted to hire zombies to go out because who wants to get shot at? Right. But we ended up making it just cheaper to be a zombie than to buy a full ticket. Oh, that's a good move. So well, that's how did you ever see the zombie run that they do at Comic Cons? For uh -uh. for Walking Dead, they'd have like a zombie run. It was like an obstacle course. Okay. And you could either sign up to be a runner or be a zombie. And it oh. was the same thing. It was cheaper to be a yeah, zombie. Yeah, to be a zombie. <laughs> so we would be, it's it's uh, like 30 bucks for a ticket to go in, but you get to camp and play the next day. Or you can pay 10 bucks and be a zombie and do that for an hour, and then you get to play, do whatever you want. And you get to dress up in cool makeup. Yeah. Dress up in cool makeup. It's open every Saturday. The yes. field is, the airsoft field is. Yeah, and then we have reservations through the week and everything. There's a huge YouTube following, videos and everything. Anyway, so after everybody goes and plays and then goes home, um, it goes back to when I was a little kid, where I grew up and went out there and played in those woods and everything. Mm -hmm. And all the little trails that they run through were made from wild hogs and <laughs> horses and stuff. They don't know that, but... <laughs> They might now if they listen to the show. Oh, shit. I can edit that out if you want me. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's fine. 
but there's a feeling out there, man. And there, it's a feeling a like when you're a little kid and you don't know what's what's behind uh, that door because yeah. it's dark down the hallway. <laughs> and so certain little alleys are just fine. And, and it's dark, pitch dark. You know, there'd be a moon and some stars out there and it's fine. You can walk down there and hang out, whatever. But even now as an adult, there's other paths that you don't even want any part of man <laughs> you take like a few steps in there and you can you just start to smell it's like in those cartoons like one path is all sunny and bright and the other one's all dark and yeah. spider webs and everything yeah <laughs> and it's, it's a feeling like it's heavy on your shoulders out there and, and, it, and it's almost like Some sorrow sort of in there. yeah it's, it's real sad like a sad sorrow so I don't mess around with that part <laughs> of the field unless there's a lot of people there then it's just fun <laughs> otherwise on my own there's no way so do you film these like zombie some of them are filmed, yeah. It's a, they're on YouTube. There's several. We started it before GoPro got big, but yeah. now uh, you go out there and uh, you get your group of five, six people, and we give you a, a spring-loaded pistol and a flashlight. And so if there's two people, one of you gets the pistol, one of you gets the flashlight. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. If there's six people, there are only three of you get the guns. Other three get flashlights, so you have to decide who's good at what. Oh, I guess it. Um, who's good at flashlighting? Yeah. <laughs> Can and, somebody <laughs> carry both and just be like, you just run around? No, and, and in a lot of cases, the person with the flashlight is the survivor and yeah. ends up surviving. Well, because they're the ones that are like, I'm staying away. Where's your light? Go get yeah. that zombie shooter. And so the, the person with the flashlight has like twice the responsibility as the person with the yeah. gun because yeah. they're looking for their life and they're trying to protect the team. And so a lot of That's times, so good intense. yeah, it's, you have to go deep it's, inside it's, these woods. It's black. There's it's no black. lights out there, nothing. It's on the outskirts there's, of San Antonio, middle of nowhere. Yeah, and, and you can hear like coyotes howling, <laughs> and there's like, I mean, we have live music Zombies. out there, <laughs> and and there's probably you know 25 to 30 zombies on that quarter of the field mm -hmm. and there's like smoke blowing <laughs> through the trees and there's strobe lights yeah, the smoke machines there. yeah there's even uh, one zombie that's got like this chainsaw that just drags <laughs> it around with them you know uh, so what's the what's the ultimate goal what are you trying to do the ultimate goal uh, the story is you're inside a safe house uh -huh. and then um, and there's this big 40 inch TV that has a video playing that says we've got the ZFC, we need to have a few more volunteers go out th with them to pick up supplies for the safe house and then come back. So the supplies have been dropped off by parachute inside this field mm -hmm. and we need you to go find them. Oh, okay. And so there's parachutes out there <laughs> and, and they're like lit up with like these uh, red lights that go up through the fog, you know? And so you have to go get food, water, <laughs> ammo, medicine, That's whatever. That's badass, man. <laughs> it was really cool. And so yeah. you go out there and uh, at first, the first couple times that we did it, we attached little red flags to the back of your shirt. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, a so zombie grabbed all of them, then they ask you, if you don't mind, be a zombie for a couple rounds, you know, and then go back to your friend. <laughs> it's all polite about it. Yeah, and we have, we have got like a, a zombie headquarters inside the center of the field, so you yeah. can just go get drinks or whatever. But now it's escalated to people want more. They want a lot more horror. You know, and so now they physically grab you, or they'll jump on your back, oh, and shit. they'll grab you and drag you into the in, into the woods. <laughs> so I went from just snatching a few flags. Come with me. All your flags are gone. Yeah. Come with me. So now there's now no it's flags. Like, yeah. <laughs> they literally grab you, and people people wanted that. Yeah. And that's what I would want. Oh yeah. Flags. Yeah. I so get we tackled down on the ground. So you're using airsoft guns, and people are actually tackling. 
people and yeah. has anybody gotten hurt like seriously hurt or anything uh, there's been game? a couple people that got hurt you know we tell people before they go in look this make is just a waiver. for fun yeah don't uh, fight the zombie <laughs> well on zombie night we don't really have a waiver we just tell people because it's a family thing you know so there's no okay. alcohol there's no like crazy language <laughs> afterward well <laughs> there can't be alcohol on on that property oh no, really yeah because we can't afford the insurance for it right yeah. and, i mean literally that's what it comes down to and my parents are straight up mormon they would never have <laughs> oh really yeah okay. so it's 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 just a lot of fun and it took me a long time to talk my family into doing it you know? yeah <laughs> because it's hard to say look here's the concept here's where the money's at <laughs> here's our target audience and here's you know don't watch any of the movies but we have to recreate something like that what is your target audience it's a bunch of teenagers or it, I mean, it, it was supposed to be the target audience was supposed to be for kids that come out to play on the field so anywhere from like 12 to 18 oh really okay but the, what happens people would show up at mission airsoft and go out and have such a good time they would come back out and their parents would be like whoa what you know <laughs> where do i get a gun we didn't have that much fun. <laughs> and so they would go into town and buy an airsoft gun and then come back and play with their kids <laughs> and so we saw what was happening and decided to buy a bunch of guns and started renting them out so when it was just kids it was there was flags on them and that's when you were doing yeah. kind of the softer stuff and then when more adult yeah. people start doing is when it made it more extreme yeah now there's like blood trails that go through the woods <laughs> and there's like now do you still let kids in and to do it yeah no. yeah you know if you're too young then it's still family no alcohol yeah. so there's no crazy stuff that goes right. out there and there's a blood drive out there so it's very cool yeah, during the zombie so yeah. night, well, cool. yeah. we have to outrun like 18 year olds at one point. Now, yeah. are they actually like <laughs> straight up point. chasing you? At one part of the of it, yeah. So there's certain areas of the. Yes, there's the, different okay. levels of like you can go through. Like there's one that the, the concept that they're working on now is a level up concept, and so you get through, you get through so far into the woods and you level up. Mm -hmm. There's a wall with guns on it if, oh, it, if you make it <laughs> to it, and so you literally have to. Pull a gun off the wall, put your gun on the wall, and whoever's with you has to fight off the zombies while you're doing it. While you're doing it. And then, and grab your supplies. Dang. And so it's, it's, <laughs> it's very, very interesting. How many people actually complete it? Is it a pretty, um, it, I mean, it's a sale if you, you can You can tell the zombies, hey, you know, that's my friends, blah, 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 and they'll let you go, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, that doesn't sound realistic to me. <laughs> it's it's just fun is, is what it is. And so, like, whenever I went with my friends, and since it's my field, uh, they they knew I was coming through. So there's walkie-talkies happening, and they're, oh, you know. Okay, so we got tactical zombies. Yeah, so, well, you got zombie headquarters where everything goes down, and people go take a break. <laughs> Eddie's about to come around the fourth bank right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what. Tango, go, tango. They say go to go to the food deposit or go to the ammo deposit and that's where eddie and his friends are going to be coming through <laughs> and so i had people from from here austin that i work with coming with me and there were six other people with me so they they actually let me have uh, a gun because uh -huh. i was the the odd man they said well you can have a gun anyways and you can't oh, bring so your own group of seven and they get yeah again. okay they said just go on through and it's my aunt doing it and sometimes you could be like <laughs> not nice to me <laughs> but she said go ahead and go through and so <laughs> I guess I mean yeah. the whole, we're only doing this because you wanted to do it in the first place yeah it's my idea but you know so we get through 
you know, to where the food is, and then everybody takes off, and there's all these zombies come around, and little, like a little kid, dude, <laughs> on his hands and his feet, <laughs> with a mask on, and like blood everywhere. <laughs> it's like <laughs> coming through the trees and stuff. Like a little cheetah or something. Yeah, like there's like smoke blowing <laughs> and, and strobe lights, <laughs> and so this little dude grabs around me like a little monkey, and then there's people in front of me, and they push me back. Don't get the fuck away from us, you got a monkey. They got me, man. Fair and square. (laughs) And whenever you get through the field, you have to walk through. We have uh, like a, it's like a mist machine. And so you can walk through the mist because it's hot, you know. You got. It's, it's Houston. It's, no, this, well, this was oh, in San Antonio. San Antonio. It's Texas. <laughs> and it's hot, and you just got finished running and stuff, and so we have a mystifier that cools you off. We call it the decam- decontamination zone. <laughs> and so they walk through, and it's all part of the story that goes into my book. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That is, that is interconnects with you. Yeah. That is the coolest thing, man. Yeah, and it's fun. I'm impressed. We definitely gotta cool. get up there. You got to. You definitely man. gotta hook so us fun. up with some free tickets and <laughs> Anytime, get us dude. in there. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Maybe two guns. <laughs> if there's Let me a... bring my own assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> during the daytime play, you can do that. Uh-huh. But during the zombie event, yeah. they won't let you because you we, we've had somebody sneak their own like AR in there. <laughs> Uh, airsoft gun and we've had this dude lost in front of us too oh, no this little kid got so shot in you, the face so when are you officially infected when you're walking through a thing like if they touch you you're infected or is it yeah like, if they touch you they'll usually grab you they got you and then how how do you know when a zombie like when you're shooting off zombies when it's like alright I've killed you they stop stop attacking if me. you shoot a zombie they don't if you get, get them they're like alright yeah they, they don't want to get hit again <laughs> what if you get a crazy guy about like you like know, the guy with the chainsaw <laughs> the guy with the chainsaw and there's like three other zombies that chase you through this part of the field that's like 50 yards long and there's like the strobe light on one side and <laughs> smoke coming up and then there's like four or five zombies that are running <laughs> full sprint and you gotta you gotta get to this you're just trying to outrun them you gotta just gotta outrun can them can you turn back and shoot them and they'll stop it yeah you can stop. but it's a spring loaded so every every time you shoot it you gotta cock it again to shoot it how much does it hold I think they hold like 13 rounds. Oh, so that's not too much. So no. Like, so it's risky when you Yeah, you literally it. have to think. And then you have to, do you have like extra ammo you got to refill? And no. Uh, like some people, I've caught some people. Sneaking in. Extra like <laughs> finding uh, rounds on the ground. You know, while they're going through, they'll find some rounds I mean, on the like ground. If they and, spend that time, I guess they could have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, we, we've got a ZFC um, guards mm-hmm. that walk you through because people would get lost because it's big there's all these different oh, so you have like a guide with you Lord. yeah and he's okay. got a fully automatic so he's helping you out yeah so how much land is all this going down on the the zombie night is on about three and a half acres good size you know size. and then it opens up to like 15 acres for people so once to park you get your camp. pack you have to make your way back also or once you get it you won no once you get your pack you have to make it out or they'll, <laughs> take, they'll take it from you that's awesome. We definitely got to do that. You make it out. You, you return your glasses because everybody has to wear goggles. Yeah. And you put your weapon down, your flashlight down, and they, they put it into a backpack real quick and then send it off back into the field. <laughs> it's just a big revolving door. <laughs> so how many people are on there at once in the field at once? Uh, I don't know. Maybe 30 people. Okay. So it's like all the groups are going at once pretty much. Or no? Yeah, there, there's probably like a two-minute wait, maybe, okay. between groups. If, if that. You know, okay. maybe 30 seconds. And how long have y'all been doing this? Uh, they've had zombie night for 
like a year. They seem to have it down pretty well. Year and a half, yeah. Year and a half, so they've only done it about what eight times at most. Six, yeah, six times. Yeah, seven. Seven was our last one, so this next one will be eight. How many zombies? That's impressive. At um, at first, like thirty. At first, there's not a lot, but as the night goes, people are like, hey, I want to be a zombie. How long does it usually take? Completing the whole course. Uh, just a couple minutes. Oh, really? It's just a couple it's minutes. It's 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 uh like less than ten minutes. You're like out there five minutes and that's it. Five to eight minutes tops. Oh wow, that's tops it. That is because good. there's there's a line that goes all the way to the road and then you know everyone's wanting to get in there. Everybody wants to get in and so, so we've got get, like movies. Once playing. you get caught, do you you're done or can you go back and then cycle well, you, back in? You can go back in that line. Well, there's or become a zombie. When you when you get there. You you have um, you know your group, and you go up to a table and they give you a number. Then you go sit down and you watch this movie, and then after the movie's done, you can either go mingle with the people playing in the band, or you can go. There's you live know, music too. Yeah, there's music. There's vendors there. There's like a professional makeup artist there, and there it's like a community thing. You know, people go sell their you know jewelry bracelets, and bracelets, whatever. Yeah. So before you know it, they call your name, number eighteen, and then you get. Everybody that's in group 18 goes and they go through. We definitely cool, got to do that. We definitely got to do that. Yeah. It's awesome. Can pregnant girls go? <laughs> if they want. <laughs> if, if they want. How long do you have? Two and a half months. Ready? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife... I don't mean to veer off, but no, this is matter. hilarious to me. We've, 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 that's the longest we've ever been on one topic. <laughs> oh, really? That's pretty impressive. Sorry. That's impressive. <laughs> so, my wife, when she's ready to have a baby, she's going to go all natural. You know, it took me, like, a lot to talk her out of having it in the water. <laughs> the you know? Yeah, like, she wanted to go super... You know, the way supernatural. that... Yeah, supernatural. <laughs> supernatural. See, that's not natural. That's <laughs> yeah. Spiritual. She's stuff. like elevated above the bed. <laughs> but it got like a few seconds into the actual labor moment. She's like, no, Give no. It, guys, hell no. <laughs> you know? I've heard yeah. that from a lot, of, a lot of people. Yeah. And then she ended up having to get a C-section. Oh, man. Because like he... Turned sideways. Weird. No, I think he like had to go or something, and then so he went inside, <laughs> like totally dropped one. <laughs> so the doctor's like, "No, nope, can't do that. You know, it's spread disease." Blah, blah blah. Boom, put her into a room. Like five seconds later, baby, baby. Spread disease is baby is fetus. Baby, baby, X-Men. baby poop is really bad for you. Or? Yeah, during that <laughs> moment. Well, that's like the moment. Oh, I guess yeah. For the, the very for the entering life, the, you don't have to go through a bunch of your own. Oh, you don't want to yeah. go through your own poop shoot. Yeah, your <laughs> I own. I guess that makes sense. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that have a C-section because of baby feces. <laughs> yeah. inside you. But it makes me wonder. You know, I know that there's a link between having natural childbirth and, and zombies and <laughs> <laughs> zombies, obviously, but just. The way that your mind is, from what from what I'm hearing, so supposedly your mind is different if you have natural if they have childbirth. To have epidural or if they don't. Yeah. But I'm like, how how do they know that? How do well, they you get like a rush of endorphins and I think oxytocin, like like a huge blast of it. Yeah. So that's why. Maybe it's traumatizing if they don't have the epidural. The mom is like freaking out like crazy. Yeah. And that's the first memory the baby has. 
So it's like, holy shit, I don't want to be in this world. Everyone's <laughs> oh, crazy. The, baby, the babies. Yeah, it turns out yeah. different. That's what you're saying. Like right? I hear. Not the mom. I hear. Well, uh, both. For the mom, it's like a like a spiritual enlightenment to have him naturally. Yeah. You know, like boom, you're at this other level. You know, of of enlightenment. You're looking down on yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then for the baby. There's supposed to be like links to ADD and stuff if you have a, a C-section. And my son is like, I was a C-section. <laughs> Dude, he can't stand still. If, <laughs> if I paid him a million bucks a day, there's no way he could just sit on the couch and watch a movie. He'd They're be like, patient. <laughs> their first memory or their first thing they ever did in their life, someone hurried up and yeah. did it for them. <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. like, it's got to get going. Oh, man, I know I don't really have to wait. Good point. <laughs> he knows from birth he doesn't have to wait for other people, so he's just going. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is wild, though, man. Yeah. So sometimes with horror, it gets to a point to where people, even people that you've known your whole life, don't know you, don't see you as anything other than a, like a conduit for for that world mm-hmm. you know so my Facebook will be littered with nothing but blood and guts so and do you I, have you know, do you have a separate Facebook just for you and then a separate for Eddie Rotten persona and, there's a there's an Eddie Rotten one or for you know frequency for the book but even you know my regular one if something comes through or anything about The Walking Dead anything about <laughs> gore anything about blood anything about Eddie's the next yeah, I'm going to let Ed know about this. And it is really cool, but sometimes I miss Normal like, conversation. somebody saying, hey, what's going on? Hey, man, yeah. what's your you favorite know? Disney movie? Yeah, totally. Let's go skipping what together. What is your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> it goes right back to horror, man. Oh, see, so I'm, well, I'm see, plugged with it. You're bringing it, I can't it to you, man. Uh, Watcher in the Woods is probably my favorite Disney Dang. horror movie. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, the Watcher in the Woods is, is frightening. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's, it's got this weird, creepy circus thing going on. Is it a cartoon? No. Oh, so it's an action. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's another one that Disney made a few Alice years in later. Wonderland is pretty weird if you watch it as an adult. Yeah. It's pretty weird. It is. Creepy story. Yeah. <laughs> I, just reading it. Well, is, the, I think weird. the walrus and the clams are very creepy. Oh, really? I think that's what they talked about in Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> There's another the Disney is movie. Supposed to be like Buddha and all the clans are his followers. <laughs> Leave them to their certain death. Yeah. Oh, something wicked this way comes. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an old Disney movie. <laughs> what about Fantasia. That's a good one. Yeah, on acid. <laughs> yeah. That's good on acid. <laughs> There's a lot of good movies. Good horror movies and video games. Oh yeah. Video That's what I was games, telling you man. inside. We were talking about that earlier. Resident the one, Evil, that was a scary one. The, one, the last game that really scared me, I was telling you, was Dead Space. That sci-fi game where the whole ship gets, like, infected and all this crap. That was the first thing, just the tension. Like you said, the music yeah. just made that just creepy. I would play that, and I'd be like, oh, shit, where the fuck's going <laughs> yeah. now? And it's so <laughs> and brutal. I would play it, like, you could run through the game, but I would even play it with my guys just, like, creeping, like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so brutal, too, man. That's, there's, a, there's a thing happening... In, in film and video games that I don't know why why it's changed to that but if you mm-hmm. if you remember growing up you listened to the music well I did I always paid attention to the music but in, in a horror movie mm-hmm. you can hear things going on and it builds it builds it's, it's, it's like a it's like a dubstep song. It's building and building yeah. and building and then boom. Until the beat drops. Yeah. <laughs> you feel the beat. <laughs> so, but in old school 
horror movies like Psycho, there's strings and there's oboes and there's all these different elements that make this frightening just sound. Building more and more tension and more and more. And it gives it all this personality and, and it's almost like a human thing, element. Yeah. Nowadays, if I just take one movie, like, uh, not, not, Evil Dead. Have you seen the new Evil Dead? Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. they like that that one noise, right? That The one noise. <laughs> yeah. The Inception Or it'll just wind up. Every trailer is exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel less able to survive. Well, There's yeah. this thing that yeah. grabs onto you that makes it stick with you after the movie's over and you go home, you're still like, oh, it's just like It's just like what they used to use in the Friday movies, that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's psychologically supposed to freak you out. Yeah, that is a freaky noise. Yeah. It's kind of like well, an alarm, like ultimate, you know, like if a tornado alarm goes off, it kind goes, of sounds like that. It goes back to kind of what you were talking about with that band, that German band. Yeah. That, you know, Sugar. found that, you know, how to do their beats or what music to play to get your heartbeat moving. That's and yeah. That's what makes your heart go faster. I think it's intentional, man. Yeah. I, I oh, talked definitely. to somebody else. Yeah, they must have spent a lot of time engineering that tone. Because if they well, just played like... Well, have you heard of like, these? No. you heard of these, like, yeah. this new thing? Well, it's not new anymore, but people were doing, like... You would put your headphones in and, like, before you're going to sleep and they'd just play these tones. Yeah. They're supposed to give you, like, nightmares or you're supposed to, like, see God or see Ooh. hell or, like, see all this God. stuff. And it's like, it's just tone. There's an app, actual app for it. It's tones you play. I forget what it was called. I'm gonna take a break. Is it gonna rain on us? Oh, I love it. Check and see. Oh, you're good? I know, it feels good to me. I got the right eye. if y'all are good. But, where? I don't see anything. I guess it's this one cloud casting. There's rain, but I don't see like the rain cloud. I think it's just this one cloud. It's probably a demon cloud. It's starting to rain. It's a demon cloud. Pissing on us. He's talking about demons over here. I had I had a guy demon cloud and the government working What's together to name? stop our podcast. It's kind of an impotent demon cloud. It's just a little sprinkle. <laughs> I got more. Just wait. It's an old demon. All if of a I could we're find.
show uh-huh um he teaches <laughs> it's one of those kind of shows yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah i can't remember his name though um he's he he teaches at a university mm-hmm. zombies zombie lore so he actually teach accredited class about where the first zombie came from you know and how they or were brought over here mm-hmm. and then the whole lore wrapped around zombies and and so he actually teaches a, a class at a university for it and so I brought up the sound, the new way of, of horror, not relying on just a cheesy story, yeah. you know, with somebody running through the woods that trips and falls, but there's there's another element to it that, that brings more, forces you to go home with this scary feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you know? sure that you remember. Lingers. Yeah. You know, a movie like Exorcist can rely on a story alone and not have to put in all this weird yeah. sound. So it turns out there's a formula that will make you feel different, you know? And they, they put it inside these horror movies that are coming out. And a lot of them have that grinding, yeah. you know, and then pulls you back in. And so they, they would have, even like American Psycho or something, when this guy's killing somebody, there's, there's like classical music going on in the background. Yeah. And that even has a human feel to it. Like, that's crazy as batshit, but I can see somebody doing that. The first time I really noticed it was when they did the remake (coughs) to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when they had Jessica Biel in it, and they were taking the photos, and it was a... Oh. Yeah. And that was like how the trailer went, how the scene went. I just remember that really freaked me out. That That was the first time I noticed that. I forgot about that. That's how it happens in all these movies. I had forgotten about that. He, he went on to tell me, though, that you can tell when another good horror movie is going to come out, depending on what Fox has on their channel or <laughs> CNN or something. If there's world, oh, the news channel. If there's world okay. calamity, and he proved it. What's the zombie movie with uh, the mall? Is it Day of the Dead? You know, they, they, Where they're all in the mall together? Yeah, yeah, they go into the mall and they're trying to survive in there. Well, around that time malls weren't a huge thing Mm -hmm. and so they were trying to push the idea that you could go to one place and buy everything in this one place 
and then and then go back home and by doing that you could overcharge everything and the economy <laughs> raises up and everything so the 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 zombies uh, adapted that formula and then boosted the cells inside the malls because there was a movie with a mall in it now with <laughs> zombies and so it all worked inside this well about mall rats yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think that was before was mall rats before <laughs> i thought it was but they were i guess they weren't like a big thing uh, anytime there's a big war coming out it wasn't like where do you want to go to this department store or you want to go to the mall we'll go to the mall because it's safer just in case a zombie pops <laughs> yeah up. yeah yeah preparing yourself yeah. man i think i would hate to be in a zombie <laughs> i mean being be in a mall well, yeah. we're talking about this one of our other podcasts. But well, malls are creepy too because malls have all those like dead spaces, you know, like uh, in the back of JC Penney's, like nobody's there. Yeah. Well, our, it's just like my number one place to go is creepy. Walmart. If there's a zombie apocalypse, you lock yourself in Walmart. Yeah, well, it's true. It's well lit. You got everything you guns. need: pharmacy, guns, food. Got a big freezer to lock yourself in if you need to. Um, Matt Moak from the Zombie Research Society. Uh-huh. He debates that <laughs> because that's what. Most, most people, people would want to, to do. Right. He actually said one of the best places to go to is a pet store, like PetSmart, oh. because there's comparable food as far as nutrients go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's plenty of animals in there if you need to eat them, <laughs> yeah. and not many people are gonna do that. You yeah, know, that's mo- true. Most people would go to where they're what's convenient, right. what what they know is gonna be there. Let's go to Walmart. And then he I guess said, that's good if there ever really was a zombie apocalypse. I think I would drive out to some small town and just pick the little small towns. Yeah. But so the, the other thing is your I'd bug just kill out myself. bag. <laughs> like what, what, what all do you, are you supposed to have in your bug out bag? You know, if you leave, yeah, if you got five people that you're taking, three people. Matches. If, if I'm with myself, guns. It might be a little bulkier, maybe. Yeah. But I'm afraid if I'm caring for my wife and my son. Now, do you have a a, a bag ready, set a zombie bag? bag. It's like, yeah. what do you have in yours? <laughs> there's food, you know. There's water um, purification. Okay. There's tablets. There's you know dry food. There's weapons. There's. Um, It'll be your weapon of choice. Shady. Dude, my car is full of machetes. You, I mean, I've got a machete. My wife's like, you're gonna get like in trouble and thrown in jail for that in Austin. I didn't know it was against the law. You yeah, can't have a machete in your front your seat. Can't oh my god! I've got my my uh, I've got my e brake with me, yeah. and then I've got this gargantuan machete like, <laughs> right there. So zombies coming. Oh, and then and then my back the back of my car is full of them. You've never been pulled this. over before and car searched? <laughs> no, but the thing is, is uh, yes, sir, your car is full of machetes. <laughs> I mean, if you have a story that sounds plausible, you could probably get away with a warning. Like, could you just put machete that in the back of your car? <laughs> yeah, if I, if I say I'm going to my property to. You know, on my way to Shots San Antonio right now, yeah. I threw it in my car because oh, I'm just going to San Antonio. Why are you going north down 35? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they have cheap gas over by the police department, that's why. <laughs> so, I, th- I don't know. But if, if I were to really think about it happening while we're podcasting and it goes down, I don't have anything with me, you know, boom, the whole hotel, because right that's here. where we're at. We're behind, yeah. we're behind keep, a hotel. Keep me okay Ooh, right there. Boom, asset, immediate asset. 
if I couldn't make it to my car, you'd have to jump this fence and run off that way. Boom! No, man. You. I'd probably, I'd probably use my utility knife, stab you in the Achilles tendon, <laughs> leave you here at bay so I can get away. But think, think it's about like walk away, not run. <laughs> think about survival mentality, though. This is where my brain goes. Is we're in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's the Bible Belt of the of the world, mm -hmm. you know. And so there's everybody is prepared for almost anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My bug out bag probably belongs to somebody in one of these rooms yeah. or somebody that's walking by that's already Go changed or, yeah. I, I think that's where most of my supplies would come from. In the event of, is I, I would probably end up taking it. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be like that's, a survival. that's how humans survive. Yeah, I, I would. I, I wouldn't like take it off a living person that's like crouched in a corner. I would probably take them with me or something, or, or go with them. Yeah. But I think most of what we'll be able to survive off of is just right here in front of us. Yeah, you know, I think it's that'd right be the there. hardest thing is trust. Yeah. Uh, seeing someone, am I gonna trust? Is he gonna try to kill me? You right watch now? The Walking Dead, <laughs> dude. Humans are. Dang. Yeah, the worst animals on planet. Dude, I saw a soccer yeah, that soccer worst. game in Brazil. We're, We're just the cleverest oh, yeah, that we can do things. Up. Dude lost yeah. his head. Like, can you believe that? And yeah. that's, that's just people playing a freaking yeah. ball game. Humans yeah. are the, the worst animals on the planet. Yeah, it's because we're the most intelligent. We're the best and the worst. <laughs> There's some savage shit that humans do. I don't know, man. I've seen, I've seen Good a gang of ants. Take that. I've seen some ants off. like work together to yeah. like destroy. See, no one thinks anything yeah. bad about ants killing other things or animals killing other things because it's what they do to survive. <laughs> but when humans do it for are. pleasure, we're, suddenly we're psychos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, have you guys talked about this ISIS group yet? No, let's talk about it. Okay. For me, they're crazy because they have a reason to be crazy you know mm -hmm. they they have a belief structure that they want to live by and right or wrong that's what they're doing with their soul or whatever and so if they've been sold into an idea of whatever they'll go cut somebody's head off for that but it took <laughs> i mean think of how many years it's it's taken for them to finally say okay fucking do it <laughs> i think i'm gonna cut somebody's head off if they don't believe what i believe in you know but like people, Americans, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll do it to pass the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's not, and I'm not talking down on, on Americans, but I'm just saying, if you get in the wrong area of road rage, you are dead, man. If, if you're in the wrong neighborhood at a certain time of night, you're dead for no other <laughs> reason than them wanting to kill you. Yeah, but I still think other places are a lot more dangerous. I mean, you go to, like, you're just saying Brazil and all the places. I mean, you're just walking around the wrong part in the middle of the day. Yeah. You're going to get this, jumped and killed. This one video yeah. of ISIS. They were just driving down the highway with their AK sticking out the window. They were just yeah. shooting up cars. So it ran out the road, crashed. They'd get out, shoot up the whole car. Hop back in, go, drive, shoot up the next car. It's yeah. crazy. Well, they put out all those America, videos just for propaganda. America is secular, so you see things from around the world and you yeah and you have a more open worldview i just imagine that those people in isis just like hear one that's thing all, all, all the they time know. they have like no media that's I, not like drilling the point home of whatever they're doing i think they're a concern a, a legitimate concern but like if, if i were to you know, don't tell anybody I said this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's going nationwide, let's, bro. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about several million rednecks. <laughs> you know, yeah. and let's talk about several million. You know, Some people. Some of them do live in an isolated yeah. like 
And these people are pissed. The evangelicals so, are crazy. Just to be pissed. They I mean, they're just crazy. to be angry. Like if you take, you know, people that are it's angry about racism, or, or people if, that like, are- like somebody they don't know comes into their area, yeah, they'll fuck them up and kill yeah. them and shit, but they don't go out looking to kill people. Right. For the most part. But I'm <laughs> telling you, with the right kind of taunting, <laughs> I, if somebody from ISIS comes across our border and starts executing people, Oh, we'll go crazy. Man. We would go like <laughs> ballistically mad. Send the whole force like out any like dude crazy. who's ever shot a pop gun or a firework <laughs> would be there and be like, dude, oh, this yeah. is my house, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. you have to like not be here. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the balls coming over here. If they came over no. here, we wouldn't. Would, yeah. No, and our military no is ridiculous. <laughs> Just in Texas alone. Just look at look at the people. I forgot where they were. Like the government was trying to seize their land. They're like, this is my land. And they pull arms on their own government, their own police. Yeah, they're, they're, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You don't My want land? foreign people coming in trying to mess with people our People in America have too many guns. It's like another army outside the U.S. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why they try. They're trying to say, and here, this goes into the whole conspiracy thing. As people call me and email me about uh, Agenda 21, have you guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. Okay, Agenda 21. Oh, gotcha. Have yeah. you? Was <laughs> that one radio guy? Alex, Alex Jones. Oh, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's crazy too, though, man. I would hate to be on his bad side, man. Yeah. He gets pissed, doesn't he? Like, what the hell? I die. He always says, this is what makes him seem less genuine to me, because he says stuff like, they haven't killed me because. You know, it's like, dude, just have your show. He's selling cool. Yeah. I like listening to all the ads on a show. Those are the funniest ones. Right. Crazy ass, like the most outlandish that you never even think of. Yeah, what like was food storage. Like armor or something that you were... <laughs> Oh yeah, this like one ad was trying to sell like level three armor. That's about to get banned and all that. Yeah. I think it was in the article 21 or. Like, uh, Agenda 21. Yeah. Supposedly, the UN came out with Agenda 21 mm-hmm. that uh, everybody signed, all the nations of the uh, of the world signed on, at least the heads of the nations, saying that. There's a formula to create a one-world government for for peace and purity and unity. Happened started a long time ago. So all these different countries are used to uh, as pilot programs because the United States is supposed to be where it's at. It's the world's military, and then like you know, um, Europe is the World Bank or whatever, and then China is the economy or whatever, and it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, part of Agenda 21 is to disarm America. But if you disarm America, there has to be another military in place. And so, gradually, they've been training people from militaries from overseas, like from Russia, China. They come over here and train, so whenever they take our guns away, supposedly, we'll have a backup military already in place to handle us because we'll be pissed. Going crazy. (laughs) They took our our guns. <laughs> but dude, there was a guy like that at my work. Uh, they're gonna take our guns, guy. Like, take my guns. But do you think that having a gun or not having a gun is gonna judge who wins from the good guys and the bad guys? Well, I think in the I not so, so distant future, it's not gonna come down to guns. It's gonna be massive bombs or disease or you kill off a whole lot of people without guns <laughs> that's true guns are very specific though like you shoot it at someone but like a, it's a lot more a personal bomb. it is a lot more personal, a lot more more personal. personal. you're well, depends, really trying man. to kill just artisan, me artisan murder rather than throwing a bomb you're trying to just kill 
Yeah. It depends, though, because, you know, biological warfare yeah. can Biolo. be targeted yeah, for one race. Yeah. They you can, can they figured out, out how like, to do that. To right. I think biological warfare is the way to go. You don't need weapons, you don't need guns. They kill off whoever, wherever they want. You know what? They could get out of control, though. That is the risk. An EMP <laughs> probably scares me the most. Oh, yeah? Of just, like, like Revolution, the show. Mm-hmm. Just losing all Everything. power. Oh. That would jack me up, man. <laughs> yeah, no more podcasting. No more iPhone. How will we podcast? No more iPhone. Don't know how to get anywhere because we don't know how to use a map. No toast. <laughs> you can't even use your toaster. Oh, shit. Your car won't work because the cells in your battery are out. Eat cold pop tarts. The natural gas companies. They're going to be laughing, <laughs> laughing while everyone's using their stove and cooking. That's true. That's like, true. Oh, you want toast? Just go ahead and throw it on your stove. <laughs> yeah. Cost you two fingers. <laughs> but the starter on your stove is electric. Oh. <laughs> There'd be a lot of things to overcome. While, while the gas is coming out, you're sparking <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to go back Try to being more. scouts, man. Pretty quick. Yep. Did you take Girl Scouts? We'd all be, we'd no. all be selling popcorn My on the street. I Boy Scouts, though, so I would always do their little. I mean, Girl Scouts don't find flint and spark it. They don't? <laughs> they, I don't know. They make ribbon and. Yeah, they make ribbon bows. They, make and they have like hand holding badges and work on being wives. Oh, that would be Turn so out weird. Fold laundry and do dishes. <laughs> My wife hates that stuff, dude. We go to like Target or something. Yeah. She's like, this is the girls' aisle. Everything is pink. Exactly. Like every girl has to like pink. I tell you what, the craziest thing was was last year during Halloween. We were walking through Walmart and went through the the kids' costumes. Yeah. And all the girls had like their Spider-Man, you know, all the superheroes, but they're all pink. And they all had like tutus and skirts on them. What is that? You know what's stupid? Girl Legos. Like, <laughs> they're just like a multicolored pink. Lego is not fun to a girl. Like, yeah, they're like pink and they're like big for our for our like for your yeah. for your retarded hands. You'll have bad eyes. Oh my gosh! Bad facial st- skills. <laughs> girls' imagine, imaginations are terrible. Or like a girl. <laughs> I need one, big boss. <laughs> one girl Lego is like a horse, and it just has one little Lego dot on the top <laughs> for you to stick your. <laughs> what are they it's saying? Like not a Lego at all. It's What's the message? That's embarrassing. That's the big corporations telling women they need to get back in the kitchen. <laughs> God dang. I'm surprised you'd be lucky they gave you a horse to ride your <laughs> At the same time, man, when's the last time you went to Payless Shoes? Oh, yeah. And you go into Payless Shoes, and you've got like 14 aisles of women's shoes, and then you get to one little narrow aisle that I'm I'm too wide to go through. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah, loafers. Yeah, literal penny loafers with a little fray on the end. It's like, did I step back into like the tens or something? Yeah, imagine you wearing a penny. Loafer. Guys can't be fabulous. Yeah. What's up with that? Some men want to be fabulous. Some do. Man, I saw I saw a set of capas the other day. You know, those what? are capas. Mm-hmm. Is that before your time? No. That is. Capas. It's the tennis shoes with the little snaps on the side. You can put this different color snaps on the side. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Whoa. Never had them. The no, K- no. Capa. It's it's when people used sure to. Sure, it's not a Houston thing. No. <laughs> it's when people used to taper their pants and roll them up like that. Uh-huh. Y'all remember you that? Decorate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I remember that. Oh. That was, a, that was more of a ghetto Vato thing. I grew up, that's how I grew up. I yeah, I totally. I used to have uh, like different colored ribbon on my bike. And oh, it was cool. it was the thing. Either red or blue. I was part of the Bay City. I was part of the Bay City Breakers. I had like a blue oh, jumpsuit on. And we'd go break dance in the courthouse. Oh, nice. Can you break dance still? 
I could do a pretty mean backspin. Oh, shit. But I'm like, oh, man. You know, so I can't do the foot work anymore because mm -hmm. I'm afraid I'll trip on my big feet. <laughs> and going down at like almost six feet now is different than going down when you're. Yeah. <laughs> the Baytown Breakers. They still around? They still got a little crew running around? I don't know. Dude. Go back the town, in that man back in the day. The, the town that I grew up in, it would cost a lot for me to go back to that town. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, dude, I hate that town. <laughs> it's okay. There's people that live there, so I have to say that, but I hate that town, man. <laughs> I got thrown in jail so many times in that city. Oh, man, what'd you Break do? Breakdancing in public places? No, just for being there, dude. Watering. I mean, watering. I got a loitering ticket for riding my bike without Water a flashlight down. at, like, midnight. <laughs> and I was riding by in front of a high school trying to go to my house. Uh, no, go to a friend's house. He was having a party. I got pulled over. Cop was like, what are you doing? It's midnight, da, da, da. You're loitering in front of the school. Get in the car. Small town. Small town. Small town has nothing better to do. I go to jail three days, finally get a phone call. When I get out of jail. How old were you? This is right after high school, so like 93. If you're moving towards another place, does that count as loitering? Apparently. You guys would be in jail all the time. Yeah. But they stole my bike. They didn't give my my bike back to me whenever I got out. I didn't have a bike anymore. And so my goal was to. like some crooked cuffs. Yeah. Probably they sold were. it. Probably saw your bike and was like, "Sweet bike." Cool. They were. Guy. Next got, time he pulls you over, he's riding your bike. Like, yeah, 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 quit I got a drug story. Can I talk about drugs yeah. on this show? Sure. Okay. Do it all the time. So, <laughs> I got when I was in high school, a friend of mine gave me a peace pipe. Okay. Uh -huh. And this thing was beautiful. That's a long pipe. I just, actual I, traditional Indian. A peace real pipe. Indian peace pipe. The dude nice. carved his name into it. Dang. Had feathers on it. Bunny fur, you know. <laughs> and it was like this long. And so I, I never used it. This long is like about three foot, two and a half foot, two foot. Like I, I could hold the pipe about this, this like size far. of a rifle almost. Yeah, and, and you're supposed to hold it's got like a little bitty nub on this end. You're supposed to hold it like that and have somebody else light it for you. Oh, damn. But it was that's the, it's a, it's the piece. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was so big and beautiful. I chose to never use it. Ah. Had a little dugout for that. Oh. So I had it and had it and had it, and then I had it in the back of my car. I had an Impala. And then I had a little stack of high times next to me because I'd go to my friend's house and you know, we like to talk about it. So I had my unused peace pipe in the back of my car for almost a year. I got pulled over. Oh, no. Of course, they took me to jail. Heartbeat. I didn't have anything in the car, but they took me to jail for paraphernalia. Aww. So, of course, that's the last time I saw that peace pipe. Damn. I move away, go to Utah for like eight years, come back, get a, get a job, move from there, come back to Houston where I was, go to a party, here's my peace pipe coming back around to me. I'm like, dude, where did you get this? Where did you get this peace pipe from? Because it has the name on it, you know, it's carved on it, and it was mine for like a year, so I knew about it, you know? And uh, the, the bunny fur was a little dirtier, you know? They were actually using it. Yeah, they were using it. I mean, you could tell there's like oil divots for people who were holding it on one end. And uh, I'm like, dude, Fair and square, it's yours, but where, like, where did you get it? He goes, oh. That's a cop. <laughs> a friend of mine's a cop in Houston, brought it over, just left it here. It's been here for like three months, yeah. four months. Did you, did you ask if you could have it back? No. Aww. I told him it was mine. He's <laughs> like, oh, say? right on. <laughs> right on, you can't Yeah, he uh, gave me the kind of whatever look. <laughs> Ten years later, that's mine. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Who invited you to this party? Whenever you see something cool, you should just do that. Oh, there's my piece. But he told me it was a cop. He's a cool, cop brought it over. He hooks me up all the time. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay. Hooks them up with weed all the time? Yeah. Get some good weed from cops. <laughs> Especially from a small it. town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's Mexico and then Highway 35 that goes right through Bay City uh-huh. to Houston. And so that's like a hub, <laughs> basically. Damn. So good old times, man. <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I imagine a good percentage of all cops are probably crooked. Yeah. Why not? You don't mm-hmm. you get away with it. Yeah. Exactly. If I was a cop, I would totally. I'd be somewhat crooked if I was a cop. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you, might have, you might have to be, man. I mean, what's the consequence? You know, you just get you kicked get off the police force. And then... All you have to say is, I didn't do it. I'm not racist. And that's out of my pay grade. <laughs> and, and you can get away with basically anything. You know? Just don't fuck up and say you're racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I hate I'm white racist. people. I'm super racist. I pretty much did everything you're blaming me for. Why? I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't late. I'm much. pretty sure I was high on cocaine when you were that day I was in question. So, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> Man, you know what else happens in really small towns is, like, spooky stuff, scary stuff. Uh, that's where a lot of the good ghost stories come from. Are yeah, small, yeah, small towns, little. You hear about that bus in San Antonio where you put, put the baby powder on the bumper yeah. and <laughs> pushes over that bridge. There's a bridge in San Antonio. That, like the train track that's on the bridge, tracks. yeah. And like this tracks. bus like got hit by with a train on it. with all the kids on it. So now if you like leave your car neutral, and they say if you put baby powder on the bumper, the ghost of these kids will push you off the train track uh. so you don't get hit by the train. That freaks me out. <laughs> Did you hear about that story? I forgot where it was. Minnesota or something like that where a cop confessed to it. Like this priest said that it was real. And like these other town affiliates said it was real. They go to this lady's house and her kids are possessed or something. Like her kid walked backwards up this wall. Did y'all hear about that? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be creepy. There's, I mean, that would freak me out. I might be Ew. selling my son after all. <laughs> yeah. You know that devil he's, not your, if he's doing that, he ain't your son. Yeah. That's you the devil's son. <laughs> that is straight Satan's son right there. Divorce your wife. Accuse her of sleeping with the devil. <laughs> you damn whore. <laughs> She's a damn whore. She slept with the devil. <laughs> so, uh, you got anything new going on with your with all your stuff? Yeah, the podcast is supposed to come back super strong. We've got a new co-host, two new co-hosts, which oh, is nice. Darko Jackson and my wife. She's going to come on. Oh, what's your wife's name going to be on the podcast? Jenny. That's a, cool, that's a cool name. Jenny? Jenny Rotten. Yeah, she, it's like Forrest Gump, Jenny. That's where, <laughs> that's my, uh, my oldest son's name is Forrest. Nice. Oh, really? It's Forrest Caleb. So, but they're all in the book, and so she plays the person on the show uh, she I would in the you. book. I Just like, you. that's who I have to play. I you. you know what I told her though and I, this is so funny <laughs> Jennifer is the number one most used name for strippers really? <laughs> yeah Interesting. Like, I didn't know that so I told her she's like well is that a good like thing or is that a bad thing like a tri- trick question or something? <laughs> yeah crystal's pretty good probably huge yeah. stripper name yeah I said that's a good thing <laughs> so why were you doing that research <laughs> on, on, I, because I look I, just to look up I'm, I'm like big on uh, fam- family history and oh, strippers. Okay. <laughs> so I look up what your crest looks like, you know, you oh, put yeah. in you like your last name, what your family crest looks like originally. Yeah, my dad has that. And who makes up these family crests? Are they supposed to be original? Like old or, people, dude. Or some company just outputting these random no. family crests. Usually it's like an They're Irish like thing. You know? On my mom's side of the family, there's a family crest. Their last name's Palacios. This one's German. Palacios? German Palacios. 
Latin or Spanish. Means palace. Spanish. Yeah. My grandma's big into genealogy. We went yeah. to a, a family reunion. I thought you were gonna say strippers. <laughs> she loves strippers. <laughs> She comes in with this big roll of paper. Yeah, she's like, she's cool. She's cool. And so she puts all, we put all these tables together, you know, the big long, like eight foot tables. She rolls out this thing all the way from her grandparents to Adam and Eve. That's what she had. So, and it sounds ridiculous. That is awesome. But you can do your family tree. So, Cain and Abel. Although I, I don't, I don't. Know. <laughs> Probably it's a big can. deal. Yeah. So deal. all the way down to the Bible, we can trace. Mm -hmm. And from the Bible, well, what about like Adam Eve is done for you? It's begat this, begat that. You know, once oh, removed, okay. it literally tells you who, what descendant you're from, and then it goes to Adam and Eve. Now, what about Noah's Ark and all that? Yeah. Supposedly killed off everybody, and now, so shouldn't everybody be? There's a window there that's weird. Mm -hmm. There's a weird time that nobody either doesn't talk about or doesn't like to talk about, hmm. but there's there's a time between Adam and Eve and dinosaurs, or or vice versa, you know. And then there's the time between the Tower of Babel and the Great Flood, hmm. because in the Tower of Babel, supposedly everybody was like one unified right. language on the planet, and then people got like stingy and tried to build. A building to heaven to see what's up with that dude. <laughs> and so they were shocked, or something happened to where. Everyone's talking about this guy. Let's see what he's doing. Yeah, what's he all about? <laughs> so something happened to where everybody left that moment in time with different languages and dialects and colors and everything. UFOs. So, UFOs. Oh. That's what I really. <laughs> and so nobody really knows. You know, Kane. There's so many fantastic stories. You don't. You know. You've been told your whole life. You don't know uh, whether to believe it or just... Well, no one's ever going to know for sure. Like, Cain was supposed to be the first black dude. Huh. You heard that? Uh-uh. Yeah, he was, like, as tall as a horse, but he was, like, pissing everybody off, and so God <laughs> struck him. You're black, and you're never going to know. Tall, tall, tall so as a horse. Because he got Where? burnt by God Maybe a God strike, yeah. <laughs> so some people think that since he's been cursed black and he can't die because that was the second half of the curse, mm -hmm. that he's Bigfoot because he's exiled from people. I've never heard of that one. <laughs> They're like, well, that explains Bigfoot because he doesn't come around people. It's a big, tall black dude covered in hair. What else are we supposed to think? <laughs> yeah. So. That's kind of racist of you to think Bigfoot's black. <laughs> Maybe, I've never seen albino. Yeti. Yeah. He's probably black. See, when I was sun. growing up, well, though, abominable snowmans and yetis. A lot of my white. friends' houses. Like a white face and black fur. Or like brown fur. <laughs> I've always pictured brown. Like a Dalmatian <laughs> Bigfoot. Big Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a lot of my friends, a, a lot of my friends' pictures of Jesus like were black. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You know, there was a black nativity Jesus. scene. There was like a black glass. <laughs> supper and everything when I was growing up. Where you're like, you know that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I probably did a few times. But then you grow up and you think, okay, let's literally think about, okay, so there's Jerusalem. Where all this happened, the location. Yeah, yeah, so there's probably no Caucasian-looking people there at all. Yeah. You know? So I think if I was, if I was the anointed God, mm -hmm. you know, if I was the dude, 
that can walk on water and split trees with my brain. Awesome. You bless yourself yeah, white. pretty awesome, bro. <laughs> what I would probably do is bless myself white when I talk to white people because they want to oh, listen okay, to me. Yeah, that's Whenever good. I talk to black people, I'd probably be, I'd probably be a black dude. And that was one trick they never mentioned. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> no one ever no, saw it. Yeah. But they all say he was their color. You know, yeah. whenever whenever the Mayans talk about God, Ooh. it wasn't a white dude or black dude. It yeah. was a it was a Mexican dude. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And when black people, came out of nowhere. <laughs> but people don't want to like notice that or yeah. talk about that. I was like, wait, okay, so he's God. How come he can't just change his color? Right. Yeah. You know, to dogs, he probably came to them as like a Dalmatian <laughs> or like a pit bull or right, a little pit bull. Pit bull. <laughs> One of those bullies. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he would be something more tame. Golden retriever. Golden retriever. A, like yeah. a poodle. Lassie. <laughs> Smartest dog. He'd be Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I. That's I my. I never own. thought of that. That's interesting. That's oh, my theory. theory. I like that theory. Dog Jesus. But like UFOs. I mean, all those civilizations that built those runways and all that, mm-hmm. or those uh, those pictures that you can only see from like a helicopter mm-hmm. and like the spider. Yeah. And I'm more fascinated. Well, I don't remember where it was, but there's Crop this place. Circles. There's this Crop place. Circles. I don't remember where it was, but I was watching that ali- ancient aliens or whatever on Discovery Channel. Where there's this stone that's like you'd have to have something harder than diamonds to carve into it. And there's perfectly etched lines. They're all placed perfectly together. You can't even slide a piece of paper in between yeah. these walls. Right. And they said you would have to have something harder than diamond to cut through these stones. And they built these walls and they built these, you know, like houses out of it. I don't remember where it was, but it was like stuff like that. that. That's what I'm saying. It had to be like alien technology and stuff. The pyramids. Well, they said, (laughs) I've seen a show where there's the pyramids and then there's these deep tracks next to it. Parallel tracks. And then supposedly one guy thought that maybe they had these gigantic pillars. And so they they would build stone. They would cut out of stone these gigantic circular stone. And they would have a, a pivot center of it, and so it would be this big spinning wheel, hmm. you know. And if you have the so ground, as you took one off, it's well, they they would have blocks of, of, of stone that they would have there. I don't know how they moved them there though. Supposedly you can you move enough, them on I mean, wet. They had a shitload of slaves. <laughs> yeah, but then that's another thing. Some hills are heavy though. <laughs> they said that you can move huge, gigantic, tons and tons and tons of you know pounds of, of the stone if you just lay down sand. Wet sand in front of it and then you can move it but at the same time there was the nephilim have you heard of that oh, the nephilims yeah, are supposed to be and it talks about like it 30 foot yeah humans. they're what? they're talked about in the bible mm-hmm. so the nephilim were crossbred humans with alien with uh, angels, angels or angels or aliens yeah. either one <laughs> who knows they might be the same thing yeah. they probably are so there's these gigantic people like like uh Samson and, and Goliath. Okay, yeah. Goliath was one of these Nephilim yeah. creatures. Giant that got his ass kicked. You know, with <laughs> like a slingshot. <laughs> what can I say? So <laughs> if you have like thousands of gigantic people. <laughs> Just a bunch of big ass monster tards. What are they going to do? They're going to move stones. Yeah, it's like Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushing everything. They should be able to build That's a house of stone. And then they'd have such soft skulls that they all just died off eventually. Well, where are their bones, you know? Like, how well, How are they just not here They were anymore? probably super brutal. I mean, if Goliath can get killed by a slingshot stone to the yeah. face, I mean, they're probably very brittle, brittle and they all just kind of dissolve, biodegraded. Dude, the there, there's so many stories that make you wonder. Like, there's a city of evil people and a city of super righteous people. Yeah. And at, at some point in the Bible, 
God came down and said, you guys are like not doing it right at all. Mm-hmm. Boom, you're gone. Right. So the whole city's like not there anymore. Mm-hmm. A whole thousands of people just disappear. Boom. Yeah. And so in the Bible, people can dismiss it because it's a holy being that did that. But <laughs> where? You know? Wh- In heaven. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, where did they go? <laughs> so when I was... This is kind of a weird story. I'll try to make it short. <laughs> when I was, so when I was little, <laughs> I found this hieroglyph plate. Okay, so it's, a, it's, a, it's not a, not. I found it in, in the library. Oh, okay, I was so like, dang. <laughs> I dug it, <laughs> dug it out of my it, from my backyard. I'm like, holy shit! I found this thing. It's only a foot down. <laughs> but it's a, it's a plate, and it's got all these hieroglyphs on it, you know. Uh-huh. And so I, I, I just like got fixated on it. And so as I grow, I start to read all these different things, and and it has a description of what the footnotes of them are like this is the sun and this is you know raw or whatever and 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 this is water and this is like angels whatever this is a you know some kind of altar or whatever nephilim mm-hmm. all this different stuff is on there and so on the very bottom it says some of these are not documented if you can figure out what they are then go for it basically <laughs> so that was when i was like so you were like 14 15 years old yeah so since then there's been people you know, professors that learn a, a new language that actually go to Egypt and figure blah blah blah. And so my whole life I've been trying to decipher this thing. Well I found out that the order that this artwork, the hieroglyphs are on this plate, well first the plate was used to put behind people that were considered holy. They mm-hmm. would put it under their head whenever they're barren and mummifying to keep them holy. So whenever they go from this world to the next they're still badass. Right. So holy badass. they're holy badass. <laughs> Not janitors. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, this one snuck through. <laughs> Give him the mop. <laughs> so I figured hey, out. They even need janitors in heaven. That uh, <laughs> the hieroglyphs are in the wrong order. I don't know if they're in the wrong order on purpose, but one isn't supposed to be next to 15, it's supposed to be next to two. Oh. And so it goes around and around. And so I line these up as it would be one, two, three, four, five, How'd six. How'd you figure this out? I just figured that it looks weird, weird. It, it, it looks weird like this person will be holding like a, a son and then the very next one over there's somebody like laying down on a bed and mm. it just I, I didn't really it figure it out right I just put them in order okay you know so if you put them in order there's all this stuff going on but if you put them in order 1 through 12 or, or, or 16 it opens this up and so there's like this thing that goes straight down to the middle and the very top thing is is uh it's called kolab is the name of it. It's this little circle. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that? No. So the very the very bottom thing in the center of it is like an altar where some somebody's dead and they're laying on it. And there's like a dog and a cat next to it or whatever. And so I look up kolab and kolab is supposed to be the star closest to heaven. Hmm. And so I think it, what what it seems it's like to your be. Path. Is, like a, is a map to, to heaven, map. which means that heaven, back in that time, is a literal physical place that you can go to. Mm. And so, if I'm right, you know, I have to finish deciphering. It'll probably take. Is this something you're still heaven? working on? Yeah, totally. Holy shit. But if I'm right, I, you know, it's a map to heaven from here to there. That's fucking badass. That would be bro. cool. That's and, fucking. And the only way Once to you make that out, happen, share it with us. I think I think it'll be through frequency. Is the only way that you can, if it is like a parallel well, of dimension. Of course, you gotta make it to market yourself. And well, I wouldn't even be doing that. But that is a good tool. Gotta make money off of 
heaven. God. That's probably Nephilims. You probably had to have four of them throw you up. <laughs> yeah. Four gigantic midget Nephilims. <laughs> but I, I think that gigantic that's... Gigantic midget Nephilims. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Just a like a guys. pissed off midget <laughs> Nephilim. Really I swear I'm a Nephilim, man. I swear. <laughs> Run around totally bow-legged. <laughs> Crushing everything. <laughs> That's pretty fucking wild. How long have you been working on that since you were like 14, 15, 14, 14? 15 years old? Yeah. yeah. But really, the only way that I could, you know, and not trying to branch it into what I'm working on on the right. side, is is frequency allows you to levitate things, you know, proven. You can shit yourself mm -hmm. on demand. You probably have an orgasm. Yeah. You can change the frequency. You can, you can make yourself piss your pants and change your frequency. If you've seen the videos on YouTube, they hook a frequency up to like a water hose and it makes it diagonal down like this. Mm. Oh, yeah, wild. I've seen that where it's just like, it's, blow, it's, it's like dripping down or yeah. flowing down. You can get a frequency generator and, and put like a the flat, it's like a black rubber mat on it and then shake a whole bunch of grains of sugar or salt I mean, on it. Yeah. And you can change them. And as you go from, from the zero ohm all the way up, as it goes, it changes the pattern. It'll just be like random, like a pile of salt, and you change the frequency on it, and it makes a, a literal pattern, like a perfect circle, or cool. or different patterns that are in. I like mean, there's theories Indian that like type, type what, our universe all takes place on one frequency, or our our uh, our dimension takes place on one frequency, which everything is in, you know, kind of flowing with each other. Yeah. And then other dimensions are in separate frequencies, and that's the only thing separating us. And yeah. It's fucking. I mean, you could be onto something, bro. I think. I think literally, that's that's the key to the universe. Is, is frequencies. frequencies. Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, can frequencies still travel through space? Yeah. Yeah. I think space is frequency. It's all frequencies. Everything. I mean. If you, and it sounds dumb. Because light is. <laughs> Everything we've been talking about sounds dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> light, light is a frequency. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's true. The sun. God. Sun God's a certain a, frequency. Pure, pure, pure energy. <laughs> that is God. Um, he is just, he's where all the frequencies are originated from, vibrating out of. You can see what your own personal That's what God uh, is sound is like if you go to a bathroom in a stall mm -hmm. and you start from a low note and slowly come up to a high note you can hear where your harmonic tune comes in what? have you ever done that never have, have you ever done that i've looked for glory holes in bathrooms <laughs> you'll find them starfish over here glory hole over here but you'll be able to find your own uh harmonic so you'll hit one note and it'll just ring the whole bathroom will like you'll feel it inside your core and then you go up just one little note from that and then it'll be gone so you just go uh, and you'll hear it as soon as you get to a certain point it'll that's, that's probably like really high <laughs> that's falsetto <laughs> but yeah everybody's got their own it'll be different for everybody i'm gonna be in some public bathroom now and just be like, oh. <laughs> it'll happen It'd be cool if you could, you could like start a chain. I'm scared that. that I mean, where, where is that escalating to? That sort of noise is kind of. That'd be cool though. That sort of noise is kind of leading you up to something. If it just like spreads and there's like 15 people in the bathroom trying it out, <laughs> you walk into a Walmart bathroom you're like, what the hell? And then everyone's just on? hitting their perfect frequency at once. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, oh my yeah. god. And, a black and that's, that is how you actually get to see God. When 
you get a group of people in a circle all hitting their frequencies all at once. God appears in the middle as his energy of There's people orgasming on this side. <laughs> dying on this side. <laughs> oh, uh, I, went to a, I went to a Buddhist meeting one time where we're supposed to meditate. Mm-hmm. In a Buddhist meeting, you, you have this moment to where everybody does their own. You know, you just... Uh, you oh, do so your is that what they own? Is that, is that kind of the it's same a, concept? It's a centering thing. Okay. It's not literally supposed to find your own note in life, but you do it to, to center yourself. Okay. And so after about five minutes of everybody centering themselves, everybody has their own because your voice is different and their voice Just boxes are shaped different. And... So everybody has all these different notes. At the end of it, everybody's note was the same. Oh. And then whenever they rang the bell, boom, for some weird galactic reason, it was the same note as what everybody was humming. And so I asked the lady, I'm like, so what's the relation between... Does that normally happen? Or? Yeah, the mysterious sound that we were doing with the bell that you rang off. How did you know to pick up the bell that we were going to sing to? You know? She's like, oh, I've never really noticed that before. <laughs> Man, Dumbass it's your dude, meeting. People just think that it's cool thing to do. They're not really paying attention to yeah, what's What's the on. bell for then? <laughs> it's just a sad, it's like what the dinner bell. Yeah. People know so you know when to stop. <laughs> But there's a there's a thing that I go to every Friday night, and and it's meditation. So this lady that I know is, uh, has a swimming pool, and we meditate in there. And in the in, pool? Yeah. Like is it's, it emptied out? Or are you like underwater meditating? No, nah, I'm just like on a floaty. Really? I just meditate. Yeah, it's 15 <laughs> minutes long. Cool. It's cool, man. So you're not like Indian style. No. Doing no. The Buddha pose. No, underwater <laughs> with the snorkel. It's goofy the first few times you do it, but then you. You start to like, like hear things and like. I'm hearing things right now. <laughs> you t- tune stuff out and people's voices disappear and mm-hmm. you start to think about nothing. I do <laughs> want to do that. That sensory deprivation changes. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of those? Yes. There's apparently some in Austin. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, I just got a text from the boss. Look. <laughs> it says almost home. <laughs> sure. You don't live too far away. No. So you're about half an hour away. <laughs> so Where the hell did you go? <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's all I have time for. <laughs> well, the Lord has spoken. <laughs> We've been talking about it, and then they they speak to us. Yeah, my lord has my, has run. my boss has a whip and uh, <laughs> and my card, my credit card. So. Nice. <laughs> well, handcuffs. They're furry. They're furry. They're furry handcuffs. Well, Eddie, it was great having you on, man. I'm glad Thank we got you. to do this. Thank it was, you. It was one of the funnest non-raunchier yeah. podcasts. Oh, really? Long they time. usually get kind of nasty. They usually get pretty nasty. Oh, <laughs> they get pretty nasty. No. <laughs> That's how my other show is. I'm not. I don't even listen to it after. We do you record. still do episodes of it and stuff? Here and there, um, but it's not as important as the right. zombie life podcast. From what from what you've been talking about with all your zombie life stuff and all that, it seems pretty important. It's consumed say, me. You're working on a map to heaven. Just keep working on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Share it with me. It sounds so dumb when other somebody else says it. It's like, oh god, I'm a nerd. I've been wasting 15 years of my life. <sighs> Wouldn't it be cool though if he came down and said just for the effort? Here you go, bro. <laughs> Free ticket. Prize. Yeah. <laughs> Free ticket. That'll Here's be cool. the keys to your new janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll totally be a janitor. You in can be the too. janitor in heaven. You were gonna go to hell, but now you can be the janitor in heaven. <laughs> I'll take it. Anything I can get. 
Well, Daddy. Anytime, dude. I'd love to come back. Appreciate it. It was a good time, man. Dude, thank really you. Really good time. Thanks for coming you on. too. And you too. Good luck on the baby. Thanks. <laughs> Let me know when, you, when you're working on your map and all that. I want to see that. I'll show you. <laughs> Go home and look up Colob. 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 It's supposed to be the star closest to heaven. And I've even got a theory on that. But... That's another podcast. Oh, man. Pretty hefty. We'll have to do another one. I told I, I told the next theory that I'll tell you next time to my bishop when I was growing up, and he's like, no, no, <laughs> crazy. no, you're crazy. You know, and he's secretly like, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I'm gonna be the next one. <laughs> but anytime, I'll come back anytime. It was fun. Ooh, man. Well, behind you wanna... the dumpster. Before we before, yeah, <laughs> behind the dumpster. Awesome. Oh yeah. shit, we never even talked about where we are. <laughs> that's kind of part of the podcast. We talk about where we're loitering. So uh, we're over in the. The parking lot off of Round Rock in 35. Guess where we are. <laughs> food is good. Wasn't too expensive. The food is south of the border. And, uh, we're south we're of the dumpster. We're standing behind a hotel dumpster. We're standing behind a hotel dumpster. <laughs> so, yeah, guess where we are. <laughs> uh, you want to promote your stuff before we sign off? It's yeah, if you go to uh, Facebook, look for Eddie Rotten's frequency alpha mm -hmm. on facebook and you can just join that page you can look for eddie rotten you can join that facebook page or william hauser on facebook you can go to uh at eddie rotten on twitter at znbl podcast on twitter or at dirty rotten show on twitter there's znbl podcast at gmail and eddie rotten 101 at gmail for contact information all right and uh it's fun and this big news also you can also follow us on twitter at loitering and uh, we have an email account, loiterinand at gmail.com. But big news, we just found out this week, still a frog, Melt of Mind Creations is going to be hosting a panel this year at Austin Comic Con about making your own podcast. It's going to have Mike and I from Loiter and Ann. It's going to have Eddie here from his zombie podcast. And we're also going to have Damon and Angel from the Pop Pod. And gonna we're awesome. all going to be doing a panel up there at Comic Con. We'll give you more information once we actually get the, uh, the schedule and all that. But. Yeah. Comic Con this year is October 2nd through the 3rd, so go check out Comic Con. Melt of Mind Creations will have a table there and we'll be interviewing local creators and artists. And we will sign your boobs. We will sign your boobs <laughs> and your balls. We don't, boobs or balls. We don't, we're not sexist. So, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. And yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Next week on Loitering And. All right, we are here with another episode of Loitering And, and we got two special guests with us today. I met them at a comic book convention here in Austin, and they have a comic book that they made called Chantilly Mace. And Tony, you're the writer for it? Yes. Uh, my name's Tony Franklin. And Michelle's the artist? Yep. yep. I'm Michelle Millette. Here we are in the parking lot in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> like, he's either selling drugs or he's going to murder me in my sleep. <laughs> and then you randomly got a pregnant woman sitting on the floor. Well, that's the okay? band. Everyone's exactly, it's the band. She must need help. That's just pathetic. I know. Drinking Cobra Bud by, by yourself. That's <laughs> like it is. It's a sign of a real problem. <laughs> Dude, what a dork. You yeah, crazy okay. kids in your video game. <laughs> I was coming down and you, your father, he was just. You need, you but, need to stop. This is wrong. It's exactly. It's problem. It's um, problem. But married for. Woo! Loitering and.